Blog Talk Radio. Warning. You have entered the realms of the gods. So give us your mind and your full attention. So you say you deal with esoteric information? I never heard of such. Well, you're in for a treat. Blog Talk, Blog Talk, this is the Blog Talk. I lean hell bay dropping jewels every day. Blog Talk, Blog Talk, this is the Blog Talk. Metaphysical, we deal with the spiritual. Blog Talk, Blog Talk, this is the Blog Talk. I lean hell bay dropping jewels every day. Blog Talk, Blog Talk, this is the Blog Talk. Metaphysical, we deal with the spiritual. So you claim to be a god? Damn right I'm a god. The maker, the owner, cream of the planet Earth, father of civilization, god of the Get your notepad, it's more than an hour full. Watch your jaw, the crew is watching talk. Indigenous to the land, wherever we stand. First world order, we bring it at home in the first quarter. Invisible lines don't apply, we cross borders. Silly rabbit, knowledge for God. No matter where you resign, Lodge, Temple of Mars. So don't fret or proceed with hesitation. Just tune in to Blog Talk to get the information. Peace. Whether you suffer from pain in your back, the aches in your knees. Come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea to get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, because there's no time to be wasted. Radio, finally, finally, we are on the air, no doubt. All right, all right. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. We get on into some of that order consciousness tonight. First World Order Radio, every Wednesday, 8 p.m., we got to talk about what is taking place on the planet. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. First, we need to let you know we're going to be doing more shows, giving out more information on Wednesdays. Wednesday is 8 o'clock. We are now going to make this is the hottest day of the week. Proceeding in levels in time, order, and importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns in existence, and indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. 
System regulates the bringer by specifics in the group based on value and natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air, same as your thoughts transmits it. Proceed in others in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. And the definite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates the bringer by specifics in the group based on value and natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air, same as your thoughts transmits it. Get your schedule, your schedule right. You need to know our intentions straight out. Alright, so, I mean, these clues are given throughout the various languages was to piece the puzzle of this ancient mystery school back together again. And what we plan on doing, both of us, is bringing y'all some surefire dynamite. We're going to take this level up a notch. We're going to have stuff to do here. This is not just going to be about philosophies and theories and shit that works. You have activated pipe in which that produced this black chemical called melanin. We, what we did was gave a hard line in the sand between the different definitions of esoteric study and esoteric study. Playtime is over. Transition and that's all she wrote Put on my uncle, gave my Jesus peace back to the pole 
some doctors came to see him at his home. Some some say that he was taken to his home by the paramedics. Then he died. All kind of stories coming up, you know. And uh, I noticed that he, uh, I heard that he was saying some things about dealing. He was singing in certain like subliminal messages and allegory and things like that uh, mm-hmm. about conscious, some about conscious subjects. And something right. he didn't usually do in the past, but now he did it more, you know, to his recent death, you know. So, uh, right. so this is maybe something like Michael Jackson thing, you know. So, the message I've been right. getting. Right, right. Um, anything else that you heard about as far as you know? Um, because you know, Vanity passed um, like almost three months ago, um, yeah. in February. You know, that used to be um, his girlfriend, and they both passed at the age of 57. Um, mm-hmm. Don't think that was coincidence per se. Um, right. You know, what, what's your take on, on all of that also? Well, well, well uh, 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 like I, I heard things about her turning her life uh Toward you know God and you know she got more more religious. She had joined church and uh, you know she wasn't doing. If you notice, she wasn't doing that uh, on the scene for a while. You know, with Prince or anybody, wasn't doing anything. You know, for some years. You know, all of a sudden she winds up dead. I didn't know she was even sick. Hmm. I don't know, but that could be tied together. Right, right. Well, what we found out is that she was battling um, kidney failure, um, some type of um, abdominal um, illness, small intestines, um, in which that um, some type of um, sclerosis, um, which is some type of blockage in the small um, um, bowels, you know what I'm saying, small intestines. You know, at least you know, you know, at least this is what it was said. You know, and you know, allegedly, you know, her health, you know, um, worsened. You know, in those recent months, you know, um, four months before um, they launched a, um, a GoFundMe campaign to pay for the um, medical bills, and um, hmm. she asked for like fifty thousand dollars, but raised um, actually less than seven thousand. So hmm. it seemed that, you know, um, people didn't even, you know, know who she was, you know, um, in that regard, you know. So, you know, that's 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 the um, sad thing about it. And then, you know, you get all these people coming on afterwards, you know, like um, Barry Gordy, you know, I just can't believe Vanity is gone. She's such a vibrant, you know, um, human being. Yeah. You know, working with her on. You know, where was he when she needs though? Exactly. That's that's my point. That's that's exactly my point. Um, and then you know, I don't think it's coincidence that Prince um, has you know, you know, here it is, you know, just two months later. You know, um, as a matter of fact, Vanity passed. Um, I think it was February the fifteenth. Something you know, like that. Fremont, right, Fremont, California, at the age of 57, 
And um, Prince has April the 21st. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, you know, uh, two days after, you know, two days after my born, allegedly, um, you know, in Minneapolis, you know, uh, you know, Minnesota, um, you know, actually is it's, um, Chanhassen, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, Minneapolis. Um, so, you know, allegedly he passed in his in the elevator. Now, even Ellie hmm. Reeves got on TV, um, and he was interviewed, I think it was by CBS Morning, and he said he thought that was odd because Prince told him personally um, on one-on-one um, conversation that the elevator was the devil. And then in the song, you know, um, don't let the elevator break us down. Oh, no. You know, hmm. um, in one of Prince's songs. You know, um, he spoke about that. You know, so for him to die in the elevator, you know, was one of the, um, you know, odd things that even well, L.A. Reid um, picked out, you know, and um, and told the media. You know, um, I had a conversation with um, Baba Phil Valentine um, last week, and it's possible that Prince faked his death just like Michael did. Hmm. You know, he said Michael was in um, Dubai, in which that Michael did spend a lot of time in Dubai um, before he returned to the United States um, years ago. But um, we come to find out that Prince could have also faked his death um, based on the fact of those particular said coincidences, uh, we know that he just recently got back control of his masters. You know, hmm. um, the musical genius um, got back his masters. We know that he was dealing with some type of conscious information, um, like you said, because he wore the eye of his rule on his hand. And then he placed it over his heart, which is very similar to the eye with the Moorish information being a law. And then we do the fidelity sign over the heart, um, symbolizing love. You know, um, according to the press, they released that the Carver County uh, Sheriff Department um, deputies arrived at the Paisley Park. Um, area around 9.43 a.m. that morning and found Prince unresponsive in the elevator. And then allegedly after CPR attempts were unsuccessful, he was pronounced dead at um, 10.07 a.m. And then they claimed that the cause of death um, was still in the investigation, but now they're saying that he had a, um, he'd been battling with a bad case of the flu. Um, right. Um, so that was TMZ. You know, and that he was hospitalized last, you know, that week prior to, um, after his plane was forced um, to make an emergency stop in um, Moline, um, Illinois. You know, but what we found out about that is that when you read, um, we was walking in the line in the grocery store, and uh, my wife and I, and we saw. The National Enquirer 
in which that stated that Prince had AIDS. Hmm. Yeah. And that's what that was related to. However, um, when the autopsy comes back, you know, or allegedly the autopsy comes back, they claim that he had drugs in the system. You know, um, that that there was supposedly now understand that um, Prince actually got cremated. So I don't know when they did an actual autopsy. You know, but allegedly he got cremated, which um, you know uh, that's 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 kind of odd in some sense. Yeah, being that he was a um, Jehovah Witness. But they don't believe in that. Well, that's that's what he said, right? Um, we also know that um, Prince was dealing with third eye information because he wore shades in which that was over the two eyes, but then he had one shade up over his third eye. So he was studying much more than just Yes. Jehovah Witness. Jehovah Witness was obviously his foundation, but he took it much further in his research and study, just like Michael Jackson did. You know, allegedly Michael even converted and had his Shahada, which means to bear witness, you know, in Islam. You know, um, his brother Jermaine was already a Muslim. And was affiliated with the Nation of Islam in some fashion, and then of course we see Michael being guarded by members um, during that trial, that last trial um, when he was walking around in his pajamas. Um, Doctor Sadie was treating him at that time, and you know we find out that you know he was ill, you know um, during that time period. You know, and so Dr. Sabi was there in order to help, you know, resurrect him and bring him back into health. You know, Dr. Sabi spoke on this um, before, you know, that, you know, his melanin was so far gone in that sense, you know, that, you know, he just had to, you know, start him on, you know, specific herbs and, and a diet, you know, specifically with a whole lot of greens. You know, chlorophyll, which is one of the closest things to melanin, as there's only one magnesium molecule difference. How you know, many so, so much melanin? Um, allegedly, he has um, vitiligo, which is a form of leprosy. At least that's what it used to be called years ago. But this um, vitiligo is what he supposedly has had. Um, but remember, he also had billions and billions and billions of dollars. Um, Dick Gregory spoke about this, that he owned the masters of many stars, boys and men. Um, he gave little, he had little Richie, um, little Richard, and, but little Richard, um, he gave um, little Richard um, his masters. Um, he had, of course, Elvis at one time. He had the Beatles. You know, um, you know, he had quite a few people. You know, um, matter of fact, he owned um, 51% of Sony you know, at one time. 
Hmm. You know, um, and he gives and Michael tells the story about about his um, encounters with um, the former wife of Tommy Matola, who was the head of Sony, who was Mariah Carey, that she would come and cry on his arms, you know, on I his arms and hug her. Right, and he would hug her and try to make her feel better. So I guess one of the ways in order to make her feel better was actually um, doing this, you know, to him. You know, um, as far as gaining control, you know, of Sony, you know, and also he had control of, you know, these particular masters of these major stars, you know. And that was very phenomenal. Because that means that Michael Jackson was a very shrewd businessman. Very yes, shrewd. he was. You know, and um, that's what they don't really want to talk about. You know, that he was able to pull that off. That could be part of the reasons why he didn't know. Uh, maybe let him know uh, had an early death. Well, that's what is alleged. Or did he just bounce because they find out that recently he just... Um, the family just sold um, that portion back to Sony for $750 million. Mm. So that's nearly almost a billion dollars. You know, mm. um, Paul McCartney was the one who actually told Michael the importance of owning publishing. You know? And next thing you know, Michael um, controlled uh, <laughs> the Beatles um, collection. <laughs> yes, he did. You know, he was, pretty, he was a pretty shrewd businessman. Right, 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 right. And that's a, a part of the Michael Jackson you hardly ever hear about. Indeed. You know, and I'm only bringing him up because he was one of the great stars that recently passed too. You know, it was some. You know, I think it was around 2009, you know, but still, you know, we have to um, speak about about him, you know, and when that happened, you know, I remember, you know, that, um, you know, that, you know, there was a deal, you know, um, I think it was um, Universal Music Group, you know, and um, I think the publishing cost like $1.9 billion to $2.2 billion, um, mm. you know, and part of that deal, you know, um, you know, he controlled, you know, he controlled that deal. You know, um, and even afterwards, uh, when it was turned over to the family, to the estate, which was actually controlled by um, Catherine, his mother, you know, um, allegedly, you know, and now they just sold it for that $750 million. I think that was on the low end, personally. I think it actually was in the billions. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, between probably 
because um, it was worth almost $2.2 billion, you know, if not more. That's a lot you know, of notes. Right. So remember, in two, I think it was 2002, Forbes magazine estimated that Jackson's 50% stake in the company. And then later on, he says that he owned 51%. So he owned more than even Tommy um, 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 Matola did. Along with other music um, publishing ventures, um, ventures, they said it was worth about $450 um, million. Mm. So then the organization was valued actually at $700 million, you know, in 2003. You know, so it's been estimated around that, you know, and then it says the value of the company, you know, was uh, further estimated. You know, to be 1.5 billion. You know, so you know, there's there's a lot of you know money in which that was said. And so recently, when you know he was able to you know um, you know sell it, you know the estate was able to sell it. You know, Michael you know came off with like 750 million dollars. Hmm. Oh. So, um, and this is for those who understand that Michael might still be alive because if you've seen the funeral, you would see a lady who is Michael Jackson's cousin. Michael Jackson was in a disguise as an old white guy with a hat mm-hmm. All right. And in the clip, the phone rung and Michael answered it. And his cousin turned around and said, Michael? Hmm. Huh. So you think maybe he could have went on the ground? Right, 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 right. Well, like I said, um, Baba Phil Valentine said that Michael Jackson is in Dubai. I had a Hollywood producer um, to also agree that Michael Jackson faked his death because there's a clip also of the ambulance in which that was being filmed, and Michael Jackson jumps out the back of the damn ambulance. Now, of course, you don't see his face because he's holding up a coat over the face. But when you think about it, that's not who. Now, if this is the ambulance in which that supposedly had Michael Jackson, why is this ambulance stopped at a door in which that these security people usher him through the door? But yet he's supposed to be dead. Isn't he supposed to be taken right. to the, um, to the um, hospital or to the doctor? Hmm. You know, I mean, aren't they supposed to be doing an autopsy? You know, you know, because I mean, him and Prince both die of of um, alleged drug over overdoses. Right. You know, the guy in which that kills Michael Jackson got less than two years in jail, and comes out with millions of dollars. No problem with guy that. Right, there's a guy who just died who said that only a few people knew and um, they was paid off in order to fake Michael Jackson's death. Thing about the same thing about uh, Osama bin Laden case. Well, right, well, he supposedly died years ago anyway, you know, but 
you know, but then Obama says that he just killed him. You know, never really show any real evidence of them killing this man. You know, they wasn't really released evidence of the man's body or anything like like that. Right. So, like you know, like a, a lot of us, uh, we're still being fooled by the media. You know, a lot of people, you know, uh, being uh, misled. Misconceived. Uh, the media is, it does a masterful job at that. Right. Of turning people's opinions and how they think. And they want right. you to see what they want you to see. They want you, they want you to believe what they want you to believe that is real. It is really not. Right. Right. I'm going to find that article. I'm going to find that article in which that shows, um, that speaks about Michael Jackson um, faking his death. And it was a, if I'm not mistaken, it was a bodyguard, you know. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of, lot of, lot of answers. Right. A lot of things need to be explained. It's not being explained, or or a lot of people think it's being explained. You know, that's mm-hmm. how the media does. Uh, they have uh, look ahead. Uh, p- people say like in Lebanon, somewhere, uh, the so-called what they call the Middle East, uh, all these disasters and bombings of these people's families and children, crying over their loved ones, and that could, that could be ho- right on a Hollywood set. You know, right. a lot of people don't know that. That could be made if you look at the movie Wag the Dog. They'll tell you, tell you that. Right. Or Forrest Gump. Right, right, right. But that's what, right, you know, this is what we were just talking about, like with um, Conrad Murray, you know, and, you know, he's the one who provided Michael Jackson with the milk. Allegedly, that's what he, um, Michael Jackson referred to the drug in which that you know, that needed. Give me more milk. You know what huh. I'm saying? You know. Ain't that something. Right, right. But and I just read this article just yesterday. You know, I just read this article just yesterday about this about this bodyguard, you know, um, who helped Michael Jackson faked his death, and it said that less than 60 people knew, and all them people was paid off. Huh. You know? And this correlates, you know, to Prince in a sense, because, you know, we come to find out that here it is. Vanity dies. You know? No, February the 15th, and then, 
You know, 49 days later, Prince died April the 21st. Right, almost right behind each other. Right, right, exactly. You know, and... Right, go ahead, bro. How did Vanity fail into the states he was in? Uh, uh, You know, whatever happened, you know, uh, I know she had turned or called herself, turning her life to, uh, well, to Christ and all that, you know. Right, right, right. How does she know fell to the deplorable state that she was in? And she developed all those different types of illnesses and disease. Right. You know, I don't know what that's, no, uh, maybe she knew too much, or I don't know what that could be. Right. Well, I don't think it was coincidence, because when you look up the number 49, you know, you have... You know, that number correlating to allegedly the Virgin Mary, you know, was 49, you know, during the ascension of of Christ. Um, you have the 49 names of um of of um of Mary. You know, uh, the name of the 12 tribes of Israel contained 49 letters. Hmm. Um, the prayer of our Father includes um, 49 Latin words. Um, Buddha remained for 49 days near the tree called Bo. You know, um, the seven um, cosmic planes included 49 underplanes and the seven races, which, according to the Theosophical Society, evolved on a planetary globe, including 49 races. Um, Those Zohar um, indicates that. There's exists 49 interpretations of writings, and that can um, even go up until 70 degrees of interpretation. Um, in the um, Ethiopian Apostle um, um, Apoc- um, Apoc- Apocryphal um, book, which is called The Wisdom of Sybil, um, it is question it is question of the 49 cycles of Isra. Huh. You know. Um, the magic square using 49 first number is associated with Venus, which is the planet of love. You know, um, the number 49, you know, is also used in the Bible allegedly two times. You know, um, is used in the Old Testament to um, as a verb for crucify, and then in the New Testament for good news. You know, so there's a lot of correlations. You know, um, with this um, number 49, in which that just happened to be the number in which that, you know, Prince allegedly passed, you know, 49 days after Vanity. You know, if I'm not mistaken, um, Mm -hmm. matter of fact, let me me, um, count, make sure that we are on it here. Okay. Um, All right, so help me out, Brother L. February the 15th. Right, and then um, April the twenty first is when um, is when um, he died. April the first, April Fool's Day, huh? Well, twenty first. Oh, the twenty first. Okay. Uh, Let's see, fifteenth of February. 
That'd be right. um so that's what, 20, 28 days? Eight, eight, eight was days. It days. It was 29 days this year, right? Right. So that was um, 14 days, right? 14 days plus March, which is what, 30 um, days? Uh, yeah. Oh, so that's more than that then. So, so that's um, 44 plus... 21. 44 plus 21 is what? Would that be 60? Uh, 65? Right, 65. So let's, let's go back. All right, so we're talking about actually 65. I was looking at Sorry, yo. I was looking at um six and five is eleven. Right. I was look. I was looking at um um five dog um death, but I was supposed to be looking at Vanny. So excuse me for that. But let's okay. look at sixty five. Let's look at sixty five. That's all right. Um. Uh, yeah. Well, sixty five. Um. It says um comes up to um. Asking for guidance from the angels. Mm. Um, sixty-five right. is the message that the angels are with you. Um, it indicates um, efforts that you have made towards changing your life for better and living your spiritual truth, uh, which has been acknowledged by the angelical or spiritual realms. Um, the angels wish to commend you on your diligence. You know, so that number sixty-five deals with the, um, you know, with angels. Hmm. You know, is the spirit number. All right. Um, six um, symbolizes stability, um, love of home, family, protection, care, and um, nutrient. Um, Nurturing, grace, and gratitude. And then, of course, the five symbolizes major change or major life change, motivation, progress, um, learning lessons through experience, and free will and um, personal freedom, making an important life choice. You know, so when those two come together, it symbolizes an angelical um, number. You know? So, so I don't think that's a coincidence, you know, oh. that, you know, that it was just, you know, 65 days or so, you know, when that took place, mm-hmm. you know, and how it correlates here. So you still, um, still, on, still on point? Right. I read something on, on Prince. Um, also, that he um, did a like a little celebration, um, you know, or honors, you know, on the death of, um, you know, Vanity, you know, um, that he was in concert on um, the night before, you know, um, when you know the night of when she passed, you know, and Prince did something which he never did, and he got open. 
up and he opened up, you know, on stage about us, you know, about his private life, you know, and after receiving word that his ex-girlfriend and former, you know, prodigy, um, you know, Denise Vanity Matthews or Katrina, um, sadly passed away, you know, he actually, uh, he was on stage, I think it was in, um, in Australia and he actually changed up his whole concert to dedicate a large portion to Vanity. You know, you know, he was on with just the piano and Prince put on a, you know, on a kind of concert that you don't expect to see from a superstar. It was spontaneous mm-hmm. and intimate. You know, it was like a little private um, piano party, you know, with just 2,000 people watching, you know. Um, I think it was at this, uh, is, um, Melbourne, Australia, and I think it was at the State Theater. You know, and um, you know, he said someone dear to us has passed away. I'm going to dedicate this song to her. Prince mm-hmm. said, for um, playing a touch version, a touching version of Little Red um, Corvette with a touch of Dirty Mind songs for the era when they were together. Um, after an encore, Prince returned to stage. You know, um, knowing. Um, I'm new to this playing alone. I thank you all for being so patient. I'm trying to stay mm. focused. It's a little heavy on me tonight. Just keep jamming. She knows about this. This one. They introduced a truly incredible version of The Beautiful One. Another song that Vanity, during the Vanity Ever. She was the original um, choice for the lead in the Purple Rain movie. The song ended with Prince changing my knees Denise, Denise. Um, can I tell you a story about Vanity, or should I tell you a story about Denise? Her and I used to love each other deeply. She loved me for the artist I was. I loved her for the artist she was trying to be. She and I would fight. She was very headstrong. Of course, she knew she was the finest woman in the world. She never missed an opportunity to tell me that. Prince didn't open up about a fight when he threatened to throw Vanny in the pool. She said, you can't throw me in the pool. You're too little. He then asked his six-foot bodyguard, Chuck, um, to do the dirty work for him. I probably shouldn't be telling this story, but she wanted us to celebrate her life and not mourn her. All right, so... Um, Prince goes into the fact that he used to love her deeply. Mm-hmm. You know, that he used to love her deeply. You know, nah, you know, so so. You know, some say that you know dealing with the lungs, if there was the flu, uh, metaphysically that is the sign of depression. You know what I'm saying? And he could still been depressed. You know, um, over her, and therefore, you know, um, died because of that. You know what I'm saying? At least this is one of the theories. Right. When I spoke with um, Baba Phil Valentine, we speculated that Prince could actually have been alive, just like Michael Jackson, that he faked his death. All right? Because it was just strange that he would have died, like you said, in the elevator. Uh, being that 
um, he never really wanted to use the elevator, you know. So let me go to the phone lines. We got some questions or oh, okay. any comments here. We got area code six one four. Area code six one four. You're on the line. Peace, God. Peace, Peace. God. This is your man, Brother Insight. I had to call in tonight and support the show, man. Oh, peace, God. Appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate you, God. How y'all been, man? Everything going good, man? Good, brother. Yeah, yeah. Everything going good. Good. Give my regards to the queen, man. Much love and and positive energy and thoughts y'all way, man. I had to call in, man. You know, I... No, no doubt, fam. Any, any time, brother. I had to call in tonight and just share my, my two, my two cents with the family, man. It's been crazy because, um, I'm a Gemini. My, my born day is June 5th, 1977, and Prince born day is June 7th. So, and I'm a musician. I play drums and I sing. And as a musician, growing up in Chicago, right next door to Minnesota, he was always a major influence in my household. As you know, Arlene, my pops. You know, my pops was a huge Earth, Wind, and Fire fan, and that's all you heard right. in our house was Earth, Wind, and Fire and, and Prince. That was the heavy soundtrack in the in the late 70s, early 80s growing up in my household. And, and me being a drummer, right. I always played both of their music as practice when I would be in the, in the basement of my parents' career practicing. So I had a, a certain uh, a level of respect and love uh, and admiration for both of those, uh, for, for Prince as well as for EWF. Uh, when we talk about Mar- Maurice transitioning earlier this year as well, but to stick right. with Prince right and now, just, and he passed eleven days before Vanity. Mm. Right, exactly. February exactly. fourth. Right. Yep. 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 So it's just it's just been crazy, man. And uh, Prince's, I mean, Prince's death has been hard for all of us because we grew up to his music, man. You know what I'm saying? His music. Was was our soundtrack growing up in the eighties and nineties, and it just it's just crazy to see how he went out. This is a brother that lived a, a, a pretty healthy lifestyle. He ate no he animal flesh. Shit, right. he ate no animal flesh, and now we hear all these rumors about he was a drug addict. And my thing is, if he was a drug addict, how was he able to maintain that type of a secret in Hollywood and in the music industry for over thirty years? Like somebody would have been out of them, or a rumor would have at least came out. We never heard no rumors of him abusing drugs or anything. We actually heard the opposite of how clean he was, how he right. ran a tight ship. He didn't allow those types of things around his camp. You know what I mean? Like right. he kicked people out of the group that even tried to do those types of things. The same with Maurice White. Because Maurice White, you know, was influenced heavily by Sliding Family Stone, and he loved their music. But he always told Verdine and Philip. You know, this band has to be a clean band because we don't want to succumb to the drug and the alcohol use. So you couldn't even be an active member abusing drugs in either one of those guys' camps. So it, it just it just baffles me how we fall for the banana in the tailpipe and we allow the American media machine to tell us these lies about our, our great heroes, man. It, it's just sad, man. It really is. And the crazy thing is that I've actually heard um, – Vanity say that Prince is one who got her hooked on drugs, you know, and I'm like, mm. no, okay, now well, this, was, this was this this was years ago, but I think it was just to justify her leaving the entertainment field and going in order to go, you know, have a Christian congregation, you know what I'm saying? Um, but right. that was that was allegedly her her um, justification, 
you know? Right. And 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 what you said, Aleem, is very true, man. I remember watching. As a matter of fact, people can go on YouTube and watch Prince's concert in Australia. He was definitely in uh in Melbourne, Australia, when she died, and he got the news right before right. the concert. And if you watch that concert, the clip, uh, everybody know Prince is very private, very private person. Hardly ever talks about his personal life and no right. capacity. And he opened up that night. He opened up like you never seen him open up. He even wept. You know what I mean? It was crazy the impact that she had on his life. And he started telling stories as Arlene already shared with y'all about how they had so much love for each other and how magnetic and strong that their relationship was. And for for him to die, you know, pretty much two months after her was crazy, man. It, it was crazy. And I'm I'm, I'm always going to suspect foul play when you're dealing with these cats, especially Mike. And and, and and Prince, you know, Stevie Wonder said if Mike was the king of pop, Prince was the emperor. You know what I'm saying? Right. And 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 fam, we gotta we gotta talk about these catalogs as you started to talk about earlier. Right. Talk about we have it, to God. talk about these catalogs because, you know, Prince was way beyond his time, man. He was before his time when he was putting slave on his face. And he went to war with Warner Brothers telling them he wasn't going to be a slave. You guys don't own my music. I make my music. I drop mm-hmm. albums when I want to drop albums. He was a self-contained artist. Went against the machine at the time when it really wasn't popular. You know what I mean? And then, well, you know, brother, just a year and a half, that's, years ago, that's why they say that from Warner Brothers. When they say they opened up Prince Vogue, they say they seen catalogs of music in which that would be played for decades. Yeah, they said they said they said he had enough music where they could drop a ten song album every year for a hundred years. Mm. That's that's how much music is in his vault. So mm. he fought against he fought against the establishment when it wasn't popular. People thought he was crazy and weird when he was doing that. But he was actually right. fighting not only for his rights but for all artists' rights because you should own your music. You see what right. happened to a lot of the great blues and, and jazz musicians. And, 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 and funk musicians who got robbed out of their royalties and their publishing. And you think about it, I mean, we talk about this all the time. But Sam Cooke owned his masters, owned his own music. How did he die? Tragically. Otis Redding right. owned his masters and all his publishing. How did he die? Tragically. Right. You know what I'm saying? You look yeah. at Mike and you look at Prince. This is this is no coincidence, man. Our great artists who own in their own music, in Mike's case, own others' music, and they ended up dying tragically, man. This is a, a travesty, brother. Right, right. I mean, and um, also, um, you know, we had uh, um, Ray Charles who owned his own masters. Correct. You know. Uh-huh. Yep. You know, and I want and, to leave um, this with the people. I leave with yeah. your mind. Read this, man, so you get to the next call. No, go ahead. Please. This was written by Prince like about eight years ago. I gotta find the exact date. But Morris mm-hmm. Day posted this on his uh on his Facebook page, and um and this is for people that find it hard or why we get emotional, why we get attached to certain artists dying. We may have never met this person a day in our life, but this was Prince's words about artists and why and why people have a connection to artists. And why, you know, it's tough when they die. And this was Prince's words. Um, for people who don't understand why others mourn the death of artists, you need to understand that these people have been a shoulder to crown or rock. They've been family, friends, leaders, teachers, and role models. Many have taught us what we need to know and what to do when times get rough. They help us move on. 
They pushed us out of the bed. They helped us live when nobody else had the time to. Artists have inspired us in endless ways and have been with us through stages in our lives. We made memories with them, so when they die, a part of us dies. And those are exact words by Prince, who wrote this about seven or eight years ago. So it just goes to show you how powerful and deep his brother was, man. And another mm-hmm. thing, real quick, I'll leave you absolutely correct. He was a Jehovah's Witness. Uh, brother Larry Graham, bass player from Grand, uh, uh, from Sly's Band, uh, was the right. one that brought him in the Jehovah's Witness back in 2000. Right. However, Prince started studying other stuff. He got into the uh, uh, esoteric. He got in, into, you know what I'm saying, the, uh, the Islam right. world. He started tapping into these other uh, uh, schools right. and, 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 and of thought and started extending his knowledge base. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. He, he right. Was just, it, it was no coincidence that man. he was on the Kevin Smiley show and he was talking about chemtrails and he said, you know, said that the person that he heard this from was Dick Gregory. And you know, you always Dick have Gregory. Dick Gregory on your show. That's right. That's right. That's right. And, 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 and Ali, and to, to um. To veggie back off of what you said, I implore everybody to go to Essence, man. Tavis wrote a great piece, man, about Prince. Him and Van Jones talked about how he would give money uh, to different black organizations throughout the country. Like the tour that he was on, Prince and his piano, all of that money was going to youth in Chicago and Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? Right. And Tavis right. talked about how Prince would watch the State of the Black Union, and then after it was over, he would send Tavis money to fly Dick Gregory, Cornell West. You know what I'm saying? To fly all of the panelists back to Minnesota, and they would eat and, 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 and commune and talk back at Paisley Park about the plight of right. black American things that we could do to help our people out. So the brother was beyond music. He was a deep brother and loved his people, man, and he put his money where his mouth was, unlike a lot of these artists today, man. So salute to the brother. We're going to miss him. You know what I'm saying? And, and hopefully, you know what I mean, people will understand how huge of an impact he had on this planet the time that he was here. No doubt, and I want you to stay on the line if you can, because we're talking about yes, his, sir. you know, over over thirty five plus year career. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And how he released, you know, thirty nine solo studio albums, and never stopped releasing yep. new material. You know what I'm saying? And and actually, he put a, a new band together, and it was called Third Eye Girl. Third Eye Girl. <laughs> hey, I leave. I gotta tell you this. I read this article yesterday, and he was talking about how he put together Third Eye Girl, and I thought it was powerful. And I want you to expand on this. Prince said the reason he put together Third Eye Girl and wanted an all-women band, he said because as a man, he said he learns better from women. He said women teach you much more than any other man can teach you. He said so having a band of all women around him at all times, he said musically he went to a place that he had never been in his whole career over the last four years since he created Third Eye Girl. You know what I mean? So that to me was very powerful when he was talking about the power and the influence of being around other women. Yeah, I agree because that means that he'd been listening, you know, to various, you know, um, teachers such as Dr. Delbert Blair, who we're going to get on next, um, who also passed um, this past year. Um, as a matter of fact, um, he passed um, 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 January the 31st. The last you know, day of the month, um, yeah. 8.43 a.m. that morning, you know, so so January the 31st, that was just simply five days before Maurice White, you know, yeah. and and actually um, 28 days after Francis Quest Wilson, they both died in the same month. Yeah. 
Yep. Yep. Good to do. You crazy, know, so, yeah, yeah, definitely crazy. You know, but these are the people in which that meant something to us. You know what I'm saying? Um, Maurice White actually wrote me twice when I had my MySpace. Well, I'm, I'm still on MySpace, but like I really go there. But when I had my MySpace right. account before Facebook, you know, before the Facebook, it was MySpace that was popping. And Maurice White will write me and thank me. He wrote me on two different occasions thanking me. Mm. That means he had my videos in the early 2000s. Wow. This was 2002, 2003, you know, and he wrote me, you know. Um, so wow. I don't think that's 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 not that's not a coincidence, you know. Right. No, and even though he was dealing with Parkinson's, you know, disease, which is the same thing in which that um they say that Muhammad Ali has, the same thing in which that um they say the um dude from um Back to the Future, uh, what's his name? Uh, Michael uh, J. Uh, Fox. Michael J. Fox. Right, right. You know, they um allegedly they um all have Parkinson's disease, but he's the first to pass from it, you know, that, you know, that's popular in that sense. You know, Muhammad right. Ali was, Muhammad Ali was in the hospital um, late last year, and many people thought he was getting ready to pass, but he bounced back, you know? Yeah. Hmm. yeah I didn't know so, if he right wrote you. I sure didn't. Yeah, yeah, he wrote me and thanked me for decoding um, the All in All album. That most one of the most popular songs off of it was Serpentine Fire for decoding the Serpentine, Serpentine Fire, Fire. Yeah. and teaching the science of Kundalini, what it does, um, how it interacts with us as melanated people, so forth and so on. And to me, that was you know was very great, you know. And then um, Baba Phil Valentine was actually Wolf Earth Wind and Fire. At a at um at a concert last year, he got asked to come backstage, and um, you know, Bill was with the members, you know, of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm. So yeah. I think it was last year or, the, or the, maybe the year before last, but it was it was within the last year and a half or so, you know. So you know, um, that was something in which that dealt with some with some esoteric information. That means um, they've been um, still watching Brother Phil, Baba Phil Valentine's um, tapes and things like that. Right, because I remember watching a, a DVD of Phil. Uh, it was a long ago, about in the early 2000s, late ni- late 90s. And Phil was talking about how back in the, in New York in the late 70s, early 80s, how they was all at the spot. I think it was called A Tree Life in New York. It was uh, um, right. Iyala Van Zant, Maurice White, Phil Valentine, like uh, Queen of Four, like all the heavy hitters that ended up being the massive teachers in the in the so-called conscious community was all at that spot, you know what I'm saying? And Maurice was in there soaking up the knowledge and was in there studying with everybody else, you know what I'm saying? And then he would take that information and incorporate it into the music that Earth, Wind, and Fire gave to the world, you know what I'm saying? Right. So that doesn't surprise me at all that he would see your video and shout you out and give you love because you were the extension of that, you know what I'm saying? It's like right. Phil and Bobby, know, you know, was an extension, and, and you they gave you the baton, and you took it and started running, so he was just big enough in you because he seen that you was carrying on the tradition. You know what I'm saying? 
Right, right. Definitely. Yep. And, I, and, and, I'm, and I'm thankful for that because, um, you know, their music helped bring about this, this change in consciousness, this shift in consciousness, especially when people began to start correlating it to decoding the various stories in these, in these particular books or inspired books, the Bible, the Quran, the Bhagavad Gita, the Spanishized, every, you know, these books, you know, had these keys. And so here these people were putting it into music. Music is universal, you know, and so, you know, that was something in which that, when that went out, you know, those, those, those seeds was planted, you know. And so we come behind and we take those seeds and we try to harvest them. You know, that's our job. But they did their job. They planted them seeds, you know, via music. And so we just simply came behind and decoded what they already had in the music. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Right, you, know, you know what they were singing about, you know, and you recognize the, the esoteric meanings of those songs. And all you were doing was just, like you said uh, before, decoding what he was saying. Right. You know, that that's, you know. Um, so I guess he was that's kind true. of surprised that you understood the message he was sending. Right. Well, I'm probably so, you know, because, you know, I definitely was um, young, you know what I'm saying? You know, that was, you know, more than 15 years ago, so. You know, that was 15 years ago. So, you know, I, you know, I was, you know what I'm saying? I was only 30, you know, so, you know, that, that definitely was, you know, on um, some other level, you know, being able to build, you know, interact with members of Earth, Wind & Fire, you know, via, you know, MySpace at the time, you know. Um, it was the first group to actually contact me, um, you know, about that. You know, mm. about me understanding that information, you know. So I, I definitely thank them. You know, that showed me that, like, what um, Brother Insight just said, that they was on that information. And so when you yep. read the lyrics of Fire, it says, when I see your face, it's like the morning sun, morning you sun. spark the shine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When I see your face, like the morning sun, you spark the shine. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And I want to see your face in the morning. Uh, morning sun ignite my energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the cause and effect of you being bought new uh, brings bought new meaning um, in my life to me. He says, mm-hmm. going to tell the story and glory all about the serpentine fire. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, I mean, these are just some of the lyrics. You know, and, and these lyrics in which that when you decode it, it was just like, yo, fascinating because I'm like, they had a very profound understanding, overstanding, understanding of, um, you know, of, of, of this teaching, you know, and this gave us, you know, like, like Brother Anthony said, you know, you're there, you know, and you're hearing this music being played by, you know, by your parents, by, um, you know, by friends, family, other family members, aunts, uncles. And so these seeds were being planted already as a child. Right. And, and Ali, I'm going to tell you another joint that was cold-blooded. 
And I heard Phil Valentine break this song down a long time ago when I was younger, in my 20s, and it messed me up because I knew the song was deep, but I didn't understand the meaning of it when I was a kid, and that was fantasy, man. Like, that song, Fantasy, is ridiculous, bro. It's talking about, you know what I'm saying, you know, going into different dimensions. Like, that song is powerful. That's another song people really need to go and sit down and go back and listen to and and understand what Maurice was saying when he wrote that song, man. Very, very powerful record, man. My favorite Earth, Wind & Fire album was the All In All album, but I love that In The Stone as well because In The Stone was talking about the, the metal nature and the hieroglyphics and everything that our ancestors left for us to understand who right. we were because it's like our yeah. ancestors knew the, the powers that be was going to be in control and would, and would trick us and would, and have us to believe that, you know, we were slaves and we were these, you know what I'm saying, bottom theater people. But they left our rich history in the stones, not only in ancient Egypt, but here in the Americas as well. You know what I mean? So those type of songs and those types of, 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 of affirmations through music are blueprints for us on how we should be living our lives, man. And those are the types of songs that we should be flooding our children's ears drums with. It's crazy because I was bringing my sons home from uh, baseball practice yesterday, and I had them listening to uh, Grand Poobah's new album called uh, Black for the Future. You know what I mean? And he's dropping the same type of information mm. in his music that Maurice and I was talking about. You know what I'm saying? The black man is God and all of these great messages that our children need to be hearing, man. So I, I implore parents to make sure y'all feeding y'all children the proper food as it pertains to the music that goes into their eardrums, man. For real. Mm. I mean, we got to talk about Silver Black Planet. You know? Oh, my God. Crazy, Ock. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Like I said, you know, a lot of the artists, they know a lot of the sacred sciences. And they, they didn't start putting them out until they, you know, a little bit before their death, which is mysterious. You know, Prince, Michael Jackson, you know, uh, Maurice White. And, uh, they always, uh, you know, it, it seems like, you know, it's always like when they wake up to a lot of the occult or the sacred sciences. I mean, the consciousness of the occult and sacred sciences when they're in trouble. But it seems to go over most of the people's heads. Uh, even on television, you know, uh, they deal with a lot of movies and they're dealing with uh, the Supergirl well, for one of the uh, programs on television, uh, if anybody watches it. Right. Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was saying, right, I haven't watched it, but my homeboy was just telling me about that show. That's why I was just agreeing with you. But go ahead, brother. Okay. Yeah, he was uh, uh, dealing with, uh, at the end of the the, the season, they had had her uh, supposed to have been uh, getting together with this uh, melanated brother, you know. And I'm like, wow, you know, the supergirl, you know, she's the, you know, the superhero of uh, uh this program, you know, and she's dealing with a melanated brother, and she got a melanated Ooh. brother on her side. That's her sidekick, you know, and her name is Carla Sorrell, you know, which is a Moorish term. That's right. You know, and they're constantly dropping it. I know another movie with Samuel Jackson as president, when he dropped uh, uh, when it was playing, they were trying to kill, well, they were trying to kidnap him. 
And as he uh, fell from the sky, and his capsule landed on, I think it was in uh, the country called um, Lithuania, I think. I'm not sure. Uh, anybody correct me on that. But uh, he landed on this uh, on this foreign land, and he knocked on the door. The little boy saw it, knocked on the door. And Samuel uh, Jackson said, you have to push a, a certain numbers to open the door. And the boy asked him, what, door the, what, what is the number? So he said, 1492, 1492, the year the moor fell. So he fell from the sky. His name was President Moore, M-O-R-E, M-O-O-R-E. You know, uh, I mean, they're constantly dropping it, man, in these movies and television programs. But what were you going to say about uh, Supergirl, brother? And what movie was this? This, I forgot the name of that movie. It was Samuel Jackson. He was playing the president of the United States. Oh, gotcha. Was that, that wasn't White House Down, was it? That's what it was. No, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. That was with uh, 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 Jamie Foxx. This one with the uh, he was in, he was on a plane, and uh, plane seemed to have engine trouble or something, you know. But it was uh, it was uh, it was done on purpose. So they had everybody bail out this plane before they exploded, before it crashed. Right. And Samuel Jackson had a certain capsule that he parachuted out in, you know, and landed landed on this foreign country. It's called Big Game. Huh? It's called Big Game. Okay. Big Game. Yeah, I forgot it. I forgot the name of the movie. Never seen that. I'm going to see that. It came out in 2014. Yes. I'm going to see that. I've never seen that. I'm about to watch that tonight on my fire stick. All right. All right. Yeah. Check that movie out. They'll be dropping it. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, a young teenager uh, camping in the woods helped to rescue the United States president when Air Force One goes down near his campsite. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm on that tonight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Check it out. And let me okay. say this, Ali. I'm going to tell you, a yeah. lot of these movies has always been dropping the knowledge, man. I'm going to tell you, the TV shows are starting to do the same, as our brother just said, talking about the Supergirl show. And I'm going to tell you another show that's been going in, and uh, I was talking to, uh, to my man, Minister Inky, and some other cats about it, and it's called Limitless. Oh, yeah. That TV show, yeah. that TV show that. goes hard. Yeah. It does. I'm going to tell everybody right now, go and watch episode two. I forget the name of the episode. I got my laptop. I'm going to pull it up in a minute. But the uh, gist of episode two is, and this is what made me think about Prince. When Prince died, I, I, I automatically thought about this episode. Episode two, they was giving people a virus, an airborne virus, via the flu. So let's say you're in a coffee shop. Uh, in the episode, the person's in the coffee shop getting a, a, a latte or a, a coffee at Starbucks, and when a person turns and gets like a sugar, they spray the coffee with this airborne virus, right? And when the person drink the coffee a day or two, they get what what they would normally think is the common flu, right, or a common right. cold. So they get the cold, they get the common flu, whatever, and the time goes by, and they get over the flu. But what happens is this airborne virus that they've given them starts to mess 
with their DNA and with their genetics, and it causes them to have brain aneurysms. It causes them to have heart attacks. It causes them to have strokes. When the, the character mm. in that particular episode ended up having a stroke uh, in in his office, and they went back and found out the dude that was on the on the pill, the limitless pill, went back and found out that he got this virus through this um, coffee shop when they gave him the so-called flu. And my thing was, in the episode, the dude falls out in his office, and I'm sitting here thinking, like, man, this is just how they said it was going on with Prince. He had been battling the cold or flu for the last two weeks, you know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, seven, eight, nine days later, he falls out in the elevator and is, is, is supposedly dead. That's why I'm really interested to see what the results from this autopsy is going to be because, one, like you said earlier, Prince didn't even mess with elevators. He had the elevator in the house because that's just how it was built. A mansion that big, you just have elevators. He didn't even ride elevators. He walked all the time. They showed him on his bicycle, riding his bicycle around his neighborhood the last couple days in, uh, before he passed away. He was a very athletic, all-state basketball player in the state of Minnesota. You know what I'm Very athletic, always in shape. So the fact that he was on the elevator was, to me, was the first, was the first sign. The second sign... He was battling the cold. Like most vegans, people that that stay away from animal products and stay away from dairy, the, the, the fact that you're not inputting a whole bunch of mucus-causing foods in your body, it's almost damn near impossible to get a cold. I'm a big dude, and I don't even eat animal flesh or dairy, and I haven't had a cold in five mm. years. You see what I'm mm. saying? So the fact that you don't eat animal flesh and a lot of dairy products, it's damn near almost impossible to, to get a cold or get the flu. But I, I tell people, go back and watch that episode, and you can see how they're killing people just by basically giving them certain strands of the flu. You know what I'm saying? This shit is real out here, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah well, despite, right, but despite the um, surprising yet unfortunate death of Prince, a source close to Prince claimed that he had received death threats just days after winning the battle over the rights of his music. Wow. I didn't know that. You know, right, right. So Prince was so excited, you know, for finally winning the battle with his former, you know, label, which was, of course Warner Brothers. You know, I'm saying over the rights to his music that he threw a little get together to celebrate the victory. You know what I'm saying? So you know, some are speculating that this is the reason why he was killed. And, and fam, and here's another thing to throw out there: since we're sticking with the topic for tonight, Afeni Shakur just passed away, right? She was in right. North Carolina with you. She was married to this preacher dude who she's going through right. a divorce with. This dude is trying to get half of the two, of her money, which is all of the Tupac estate, which is what she's living off right. of. She's in sole possession of Tupac's music and estate after she won all of his stuff back. So now is her husband going to uh, get her husband that she was divorcing is going to get this music or is it going to go to Pac's sister, who's the only family member left, you know what I mean? So it's it's a right. lot of crazy stuff going on with these artists and the parents of these artists that own this music passing away. Now we all know if the husband get it, who's the preacher? We already know what he's about. The fact that he's trying right. to take half of her money and she ain't even been married for him that long, and he knows mm. this is stuff that she accumulated from her son. He's trying to take half of what's hers. So we know if he get it, we already know he's selling it back to Interscope Records. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We already know that. It's it's, it's already a foregone conclusion. So we gotta stay, right. you know, stay stay on top of this, man, because there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Indeed, it is. You know, you no, know, and here it is. You no, know, she just passed May the second. 
just two days ago, you know. Um, so and, and and a lot of these artists, you know, they just happen to be from California. You know, um, you know, she was from Cali. You know, um, you know, Maurice White was in L.A. You know, at the time, Vanity was in Fremont, Cali. You know, um, Natalie Cole was in um, Los Angeles at the time. You know, so it was a, it was a um, even Fife Dog. You know what I'm saying? Was in California. You know, Contra um, um, Costa County. I was in California, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I first met Wife Dog in Atlanta, Georgia. You know, um, he was getting interviewed by the people who was teaching me um, to be a DJ at WRFG, you know, um, um, 89.3, you know, down in community um, radio down in um, Atlanta, Georgia, off of Five Points, you know, and, um, you know, he was a real cool dude, you know, but... It said that he died of, you know, diabetes, complications, his kidneys fell, so forth and so on. Well, that's the same right. thing that they vanity, that her kidneys um, fell, you know. Um, you know, Natalie Cole, they saying that her liver, you know, fell, you know. So these organs, you know I'm saying, we got to, you know, definitely pay attention to, um, right. you know, these organs, you know what I'm saying? You know, and... um. There's certain, yeah. you know, breathing exercises, which I won't go into right now, but, you know, we can definitely use in order to stay abreast, you know, of, um, you know, uh, of, you know, and stay healthy. You know, like the brother said, one of the things is to try to remove as much toxins as possible. You right. know what I'm saying? Whether that's, whether that's um, certain foods based on your blood type. So whatever the case is, this, you know, we have to remove as much, you know, um, toxins and poisons the body is possible, so, so that we can be strong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, so is taking place right now. You know, um, I don't think it's no coincidence. You know, um, about what's going on here in regard to um, there's certain alignments too, which that is taking place. You know, um, which that you know we'll get into. You know, um, probably at a later time. You know, we don't have time to go into all of it here because I do want to go back to the phone line. And I was saying something prior to, um, like Francis Quest Rosen, she was the inspiration behind Feel of, of the of a Black Planet. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, he and you know, Public Enemy, you know, did. You know what I'm saying? Years ago, mm-hmm. you know I'm back in the um, you know um, early '90s, late. 80s, you know what I'm saying? So. You know, she was the inspiration behind that. You know, so for those who don't know who Dr. Francis Quest Wilson is, well, only thing you got to do is just get the phenomenal book, um, ISIS Paper, you know, right. and he died of complications from a stroke. And that's no coincidence, you know, that you may mention of one of the ways in which that, that could happen, you know, um, Brother Insight. Yep. Well, hey, Alim, I got to run, fam. I'm going to stay listening. I'm going to stay listening to Q, man. Good show. And shout out to you and Brother L, man. Keep the good work going, man. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Appreciate you, God. Appreciate you. Yes, sir, God. Thank you, Al. Peace. Peace. All right. So, um, 
like we were saying, Dr. Frances Quest Wilson, she died around 5.50 a.m. Um, Saturday morning, January the 2nd, from a stroke that she suffered um, during that midweek. You know, mm. um, you know that she was born March 18th, you know, 1935 in Chicago, so that made her a Pisces. You know, um, you know she, she, she was, you know, at Howard University, you know, for a long time. You know, um, teaching and dropping information. You know, she spent like 20 years as a um, staff physician for the United States Department of Human Services in Washington, D.C. You know, and so forth and so on. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to study her life legacy, you know, and what was going on with her, you know, because right. papers has yet to still be debunked. Many people came out and said, you know, some things about her after she passed, but while she was here, um, nobody said Jack. They couldn't debunk her information, period. No. Um, and that's the same, you know, with um, people speaking about Dr. Derrick Blair, you know, and, you know, we know that he passed um, on the morning of January 31st, around 43 a.m., you know, um, as they say, to catch that great alignment that was taking place. You know, um, we know him as a metaphysician, a motivator, um, motivational um, speaker, an expert on terrestrial and extraterrestrial matters alike. You know, he was the founder of the um, medicine center in Chicago. You know, so you know these are just some of the great people that we have to investigate and continue doing the works on their behalf. You know, um, the last person that we want to talk about is probably Natalie Cole. Um, they said that she had liver problems in which that um, she had hepatitis, but they also said that she had failure caused by some type of rare lung disease. This is what they're saying. Um, you know, we know that she struggled with substance abuse in the past, cocaine, heroin, alcohol, you know. Um, I think it was like around 2008, you know, she um, developed hepatitis C that was brought about by her drug use. Mm. You, know? Um, you know, this is just some of the things that takes place. I mean, you're dealing with Hollywood. You know, or Hollywood right. that we with that. So, you know, everybody have their poison in which that helps them deal with what took place. Some some people sell their souls, you know what I'm saying? So deal with that, they turn towards um, you know, like Vanity did towards um the church, hoping to, you know, bypass that that pledge in which or, you know, that that you know, that oath that she took. You know what I'm saying? And the same thing with um, Natalie Cole, you know, she probably took a um, oath in a sense, being to perform, and being that she grew up in a family of singers, in particular, um, her father Nat King Cole, mm-hmm. and then she inherited um, the singing ability years, you know, years later, you know. So, you know, it, it's very damaging um, and detrimental. When you do these, you know, um, 
you know, when you do these types of um, bargains, you know, just to reach some type of fame or fortune or so forth and so on, when it's not necessary, you can actually just simply utilize um, the book of Psalms, which is actually the hymns of Akhenaten, Unkten, and magnetize your aura or practice um, certain um, pranayama magnify your aura, you know, the 6363 breath, the 7171 breath, the empty retention breath. All these things can be utilized in order to magnify yourself without having to sell your soul, you know. So, you know, I, I, I don't like when these things take place, you know what I'm saying, because I do know that there is a factor involved in Hollywood, you know what I'm saying. It's right. just too much proof, too much information, um, and wish that is out on it. You know, and in some ways, it's definitely going beyond, you know, um, speculation. Let me just say that. All right, so let me go back to the phone lines. We're going to go back to the phone lines. We're going to go to area code 973, area code 973. Peace, everyone. Peace, Holly, and this is Tova. What you got for so, you got something. It's so great to hear your voice. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, so, oh, wow. I've just been, I've been really conscious of my breathing throughout this whole time because, like, I'm feeling this hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is deep. Right. Um, There's a whole, I've been like, you know, I know that that if, if Michael Jackson or, um, Specifically, Michael Jackson, if he is like what people say, like, quote unquote, alive, like I, I guess right. I just had this epiphany where it's like, wait a minute, we have to think in another way. Like, cause he was super multi and interdimensional, you know? And like, right. I, I, I'm trying to understand it because I'm, because he is at a whole another metaphysical level because they may be like, because when, uh, you know, when I was. Certain things when I the Kali thing, when Kali and the whole that, and I realized they even have it in my name. I heard Tupac, like I could hear him like laughing almost. Like I, I was like, whoa, like if you're not in a body, then you're definitely like in an interdimensional place where I can hear loud and clear. Um, and okay, check this out. This is it. It has the word ISIS in it, and the ISIS papers and Francis Wells thing. And this is it. Was that the last album right, that Michael put out? Right. It has ISIS in it. This is ISIS and the ISIS papers. So this is all something else. And this is just came to this was just shown to me while I was listening and taking in everything. Um, all all the wisdom y'all been dropping. Um, but okay, so this is also an elemental thing because we're in uh, during the whole seventh uh, month of February, where they they named it the Black History Month. But really, like. It's Black Killing Spree Month for them, for Hollywood, for real. It's the shortest month of the year. Le- and they have leap years, right? What's up with the leap years? Leap spells, they have the word ape in it. And um, also um, tail. That's both tail and, and ape, and it's all right there, right? So right. this is deep because, like, during the age of Pisces, the way that they were taking us out was through fire. And now that right. they're putting us in, in the water, and the suffocating us, and everybody's saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. That's what they're saying. Like, they're taking over all the elements now. This is, this is real, like, crazy. And um, it's still, like, I don't even know for the words. I'm still trying to understand and all of this. 
because it's even it gets even deeper. You know, Hurricane Katrina has everything to do with this, and they're they've been doing this for so long. It's like there's yeah. all these rituals were able to do this. Um, New Orleans has so much to do with this because they right. have that ritual. Yeah. Middle name is like, crazy. Right, and Vanity's middle name is Katrina. What? Yeah. This is just like the name they say yeah. right in front of us, you know, and you're right, these are triggers we already had in our minds because this is, you know, we heard certain sounds and words because those are frequencies and sounds and, you know, like, um, I was telling Queen Kadira, peace and love to Queen Kadira as well, um, um, yeah, I was telling her that, um, that whole thing with, I just lost my focus, um, <laughs> I just lost my thought with that, what was I saying right before that, because I was, um, oh yeah, like with those rituals, you know that in the dome where there were there were like going on shooting sprees, the, the cops were shooting everybody and handing out condoms during war, like during like a, a floods everywhere. Who the hell's gonna be getting it on during that time? This is so crazy. So that look of the spirits there, and they're 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 risen. But this is crazy with the Michael Jackson thing. What's up with Brandon? There's some I saw something like he had a son named Brandon. I saw some I saw some YouTube videos of him. He does look just like him. I guess there was a secret sign. It just made it made me something just like you know because there's so much crazy and confusion and fuckery that you have to like really get through that and and then I realized like wow we have to change a whole way of thinking because so this is all elemental and um, I don't I'm still trying to understand like what's the whole point of doing. These things, but the signs are right there. It's all a pattern. It's interfaces. And um, and about the catalogs, well, cattle is the sheep, right? And the cattle, the cow is the sacred cow. And then the logs, that's, you know, and veals spell slaves, and logs are the trees. You know, like, this is all on so, and from, from the earth up to the, like, ether. This is on all levels, and they're, and if they are alive and they're, they're they're allowed in the ethers, all of them, Prince Whitney, all of them. So um, what we're doing right now, you know, this is honoring them, and the silence is getting louder and louder. So it's just it's we're finally at the point where we're coming together with this information that we've been breaking and building on. And I love you, Dr. Ali. I'm so so happy you're here, and um, and. Um, peace to all the family. I, I'm kind of lost for words right now because I'm just, you know, like, feeling like it's, it's, I'm in that place where, you know, you go through the chambers and I'm at the place where it's just, like, overwhelming because I'm just like, wow, I can't even, like, you know, I have to, like, digest and reflect upon this. But I love you all and right, right. Peace to you all. Right. And, right. Love you, God. You know? Well, we appreciate you for calling in and giving your insight. Thank you. Thank you too, Aline. Please. Okay, and Tova just spoke about the fact that some of these things that have been taking place. Well, I just find it strange that the Raymond County Sheriff Department, um, the deputies and firefighters responded to a few No, responding to the uh, houseboat in um, Sausalito of California, it says Monday night after she fell ill and suffered a suspect 
a suspected heart attack, mm. police said. So the the heart attack was suspected, but it also they also said that at this point there's nothing to indicate to us that there was any foul play, nothing suspicious about this other than this being mm-hmm. sadly a nasty thing. By um, county sheriff, um, Lieutenant Doug Pittman. Right, so the paramedics arrived around 9.30 p.m., and Shakur was rushed to the Marine General Hospital, where she was treated for about an hour before she was pronounced dead, according to Pittman. The hmm. okay. was scheduled for um, Tuesday, which was yesterday. All right, so um, allegedly she suffered a suspected heart attack. All right, so this is what he's being said. You know, just a lot of stuff going on, brother Al. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so just, so just keeping ourselves in the loop, and um, right. also, you know, Natalie Cole death, you know, actually brought it on. You know, what I'm saying her husband was December the 31st, 2015, but you know, it was going into January the 1st, so we add her up into the mix. Um, for that, um, in the sense she kicked it off, you know, some say that Francis Cross Wilson kicked it off January the 2nd, mm-hmm. but going on now, um, nearly every month, we're losing someone great here, you know what I'm saying, yeah. February, February, March, April, you know what I'm saying, um, we've been losing people, you know what I'm saying, um, so some say that, um, this is to make room for, for, you know, for the new, you know, for those in which that, you know, is, you know, coming in into consciousness or music. Uh-huh. There's new things in which that has to occur now, um, you know, whatever the case is, you know. Um, you know that these things that have taken place, I think Maurice White was 74. Um, Francis Claus Wells, and she was 80. Um, Dr. Deborah Blair, she was in the 70s, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Annie was, of course, was 57. Prince was 57. Fife Dog was 45. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think Natalie Cole was, was um, I think she was in her 60s. You know, so makes you think who's next, you know. Right. Well, they, they say that little Richard isn't doing very well, um, brother, and that he might be next. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Nat real, um I think rock and roll, huh? Right. I think Natalie Cole was sixty five, but um yeah, that's who they said um might be um next um, to go is um, Little Richard, who also um, gave back his um, master's or catalog. Um, and Michael Jackson gave it back to him. Hmm. You know, um, hmm. you know, inshallah, God forbid, whatever the case is, you know what I'm saying? But this is just what has been said is that he is not doing very well. 
Okay, I didn't know. Hopefully I heard he'll of that. Right. Hopefully he'll make a comeback, you know, like, um, you know, Muhammad Ali did, you know, and, uh, you know, and keep things popping. Um, right. Area code 64, area code 864 on the line. Hey, Hotel. Peace and love, brother. Okay. Peace, dog. Peace. Hey, I was just chiming in, and, um, you know, I was just, um, I had timed in when you guys uh, what what was when we were speaking about about Prince and mm-hmm. um, and also Michael Jackson and this is the thing right. I'm not sure if you guys have brought it up as it relates to um, the esoteric nature and a lot of these events that we see uh, whether it be you know I, I heard the the possibility of maybe Prince faking his own death um, but I think right. even as uh, the family has described tonight showing that uh, he and also Michael Jackson were two of the liberated, few liberated artists that we see. Um, right. And see, you know, they get out them contracts, them so-called Santana contracts, which that they might have been, you know, might have also signed. Um, the best way or the thing in which that to do is to fake it and get from up under. Um you know, we ha- we have, you know, Tupac Machiavelli, we have Michael Jackson, we have Prince, you know, and which that is all three have been said to have faked their deaths. You know, we don't know for sure, you know, saying that is the case, but there are clues on which that we're seeing mm-hmm. which that you know, those clues can equate to that definitely have taken you know, has taken place. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um you know, you 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 are absolutely right, and um, also I kind of look at what what we saw happen to. I'm not sure how many on the line are familiar with the Pimp C occurrence, but we do know that Pimp C uh, was one of the few um, African the the, the hip hop artists that was basically standing up, talking against uh, a lot of crap that was going on inside the, the hip hop culture. He started to call right. people out because they were promoting. The, they were over promoting uh, the usage and the selling of drugs. I think uh, he was actually pointing the finger at uh, Young Jesus for him calling out these fired and fake drug prices. And right. he saw he also started saying that he was going to call out a lot of homosexuals and things of that nature. Uh, with him actually right. being one of the best in the game, and then he mysteriously died. Even what we see uh, happening to old dirty bastards. And right. um, even we you know we have things like the hip hop police. We have things these these actual agencies like the Cantel Pro, where they're actually looking for like the the Messiah type black man. Right. So they want right. to stop even as it relates to Michael Jackson or Pink sending a message to the other young entertainers. Hey, you can own your own. You can own your own. You can get your own. This is not a message that they want to send out of liberation to the other young artists. So this is something that that I see that they're probably trying to squeeze a message and diminish a message and also, uh, you know, because they do have high science. They they have, uh, you know, some some, some high technology um, that that I'm I'm not sure we all aware of. But there are some things that they that they can do. Uh, so I, I I really do feel like we are at a place where we kind of where we we don't really know. But these are the things that there was a thing did about around the full moon. That was full moon. Right. So we talk about ritualistic, um, you know, parameters right. on these events. 
Uh, even as we're yeah. talking about Athena, Athena Shakur, she's probably right. most popularized for Tupac's song, Dear Mama. And this Dear Mama. strange occurrence that she died the week of Mother's Day. You understand? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, we look, we, we look at this and we know us as Africans. We always had a, a, a high knowledge of how to utilize juju or voodoo or particle magic, as they call it. Um, so we, we do see, you know, these, these Europeans sometimes using the same magic as you so. Even with the Whitney Houston and, you know, even in her daughter transitioning. Um, and with Whitney Houston being a great voice of the 80s, uh, black voice of the 80s. Prince was a great black voice of the 80s. And also Michael Jackson was a great black voice of the 80s. They're all gone. Right. They're trans- transition as we're talking, even talking about James Brown. James Brown definitely right. taught us how to feel good about our black culture. These are basically people that are gone on and transitioned. Um, but it does also right. make me feel James Brothers that sometimes. Ray Charles and um, James Brown both died at the age of 73. Okay, okay, okay. From what even what I saw some of Ray Charles, he kind of had a pro-black, some somewhat of a pro-black stance where he, you know, even in Houston, uh, they weren't like the lay down easy easy type of entertainment. We had ones that would kind of stand up and shake what was on their mind, just as Tupac. And, you know, the system doesn't want anybody that's not compliant. You know, they don't like right. you when you're not compliant and when you're going to talk back. So this is these are the ones that they definitely have to remove. But I also want to bring our attention close to African Bambada. I don't know if we brought that up. But we also, as, we, as it relates to us killing the you understand? And we might feel that they are doing a certain thing and they are putting out a certain music. Remember Planet Rock. Planet Rock, Planet Rock. You know, this was the opening up the way of, of hip-hop. Now, it said when his bodyguard is coming out saying that he, he molested hundreds, uh, uh, over like a hundred. He had hundreds from places. Um, right. So how many things are that you feel evaluating things? But uh, a lot of times I, I heard you say something about that our ancient culture and going into different. Uh, thank you guys for talking about going into different schools. But I think what we should learn from our ancestors is how to cultivate ourselves and able to, you know, deliver on on this functional for us as black people and as builders, you know. So I just wanted to kind of bring that out. A lot of times we, we feel so good about some artists, and then we find out, well, damn, they piss, they, they peeing on kids. And, you know, I heard some people say, well, hey, uh, I don't have anything to do with their personal life. You know, I like their music. And that is the thing that we definitely have to remove ourselves from. Because I don't think you know, well, that's me. you know, Karis One um, said something similar to that. And so people are... Um, camel backing up off of, you know, or veggie backing up off of, um, you know, what, you know, what he said. But the thing is, it's either yay or nay, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, if this happened, this has to be brought up into a court of law. There has to be lawsuits that is taking place, you know, um, then we can get some type of um, analysis. Until then, it's rumors, and anyone can be paid off. You know right. what I'm saying? In order to say anything. Um, I had an FBI agent just to tell me um, a week and a half, almost two weeks ago, 
that once you have a following of about 100,000, they'll come after you. You know what I'm saying? We know that the Zulu Nation is in nearly every state and throughout the world. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, that's that's a large portion. And plus, you know, Bam was getting ready to do a free Dr. York, um, you know, drive or, you know, um, concert or fest, you know, some type of celebration type of thing. And right before he did that, or getting ready to announce it, you know, this took place. So the question I asked was, why now? And that is the answer which that um, we got back, you know what I'm saying, um, was because um, they was getting ready to try to uh, free Dr. York uh, once again, you know, um, and put a spotlight on it. Um, Dr. York is said to be um, in a wheelchair and that, you know, and that he's, you know, not right-minded right now, you know what I'm saying, um, much. That's what it said. You know, um, you know, once again, you know, we don't know exactly what's going on, but, you know, know that the man is in the super maximum security prison, you know, um, you know, in the basement or underneath, you know, um, the building. That's what they have said. I know that um, also some Nawapian members told us that they was working on trying to free him from out of that super max prison and try to get him go to somewhere um, in which that is much more comfortable um, living um, or a type of environment. So in another prison out of that state of of Colorado into another state, because right now he's in there with um, mass murderers, you know what I'm saying? Um, You know, and once again, I wasn't in his bedroom. I wasn't in Ben's bedroom, you know what I'm saying? So I can't say um, what happened, you know what I'm saying? Their souls will have to um, deal with the consequences and the actions in which that took place. You know, um, if they did what they did, they're going to have to ask for forgiveness in some shape, form, or fashion, um, whether it's from the victims or whether it's from, um, you know, their higher selves or souls, as we would say. There has to be some type of um, forgiveness. You know, it can't keep being in denial. You know, that's the thing about this, uh, about, you know what I'm saying, or Dharma. You know, it has to be, um, you know, it has to be spoken in some shape, form, or fashion in order to help alleviate, um, alleviate it, some, you know, in some form. You know, so, you know, hopefully, you know, Ben will come forth, you know, and um, I know he already made a statement on the Ed Lover show. Um, in which they stated that those allegations are completely false, that it's a um, smear campaign, blah, blah, blah. You know, however, you know, um, you know, there's more and more coming out every day, you know, saying this. You know, so you just have to be able to put things in perspective. And I know Ben personally, you know, and he always respect, he always supported us. You know, and so, you know, that's the side that I've seen of him. I've never seen the sexual side of after Bam Bada, so I can't speak on that. I can only speak on the side of which that I've seen personally. And mm-hmm. that side of which that I've seen personally is that of a great man, someone who 
I mean, trying to be in tune or striving towards that. Someone who knows quite a bit of information, who has knowledge, wisdom, understanding, um, and, you know, put something together in which that can be utilized for um, decades and generations to come, you know. Um, you know, will this destroy him if this is true? Um, I believe that it would definitely have um, damaging um, properties to it, you know. Um, but will it destroy hip-hop? Um, no. Um, hip-hop is already dead. You know, that's why we have so many black rappers out today. Um, the thing is, is that for those of which that no real or true hip-hop is to bring it back, you know, um, and institute, you know, levels of appreciation for those who were the founders, for those of which that helped bring it to the forefront. You know, um, you know, and, and that's 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 all we can do. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Brother L, anything on it? Uh, yes, you said that the true hip hop is dead, and uh, you're right. You're seeing so many European rappers uh, today, and then more than ever. You know, uh, the thing about and another thing, uh, Malachi New York. Uh, I heard that he really don't want to come out of prison or something like that. He want to stay okay. in solitary because he feels that he's safer in there than he is out here. Now that's some of the right. rumors I heard. Okay. So I, I don't I don't know what's your take on that, uh, but that's the, some of the rumors okay. I've been hearing. Uh, another thing that uh, dealing with a lot of these uh, people that. Uh, been I mean, I mean, what they do to prisoners, you know what I'm saying, who has that type of um, charge against them, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. is to get molested themselves, you know, by prisoners, you know what I'm saying? So um, I understand um, that um, ideology in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what this, you know, the room is going around, you know. Right. So he, All right, we got, our last call. we got our last call for tonight. We got every code 973, every code 973. Okay, we got one more. Peace. Peace. Peace, peace, peace God. This is Toba again. I just wanted to ask a quick question. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I've, that, um, wait, hold on. I have it written down because I'm writing my stuff down. Does, um, okay, the, the whole thing with, uh, was, um, Mama Afini Shakur, okay? We, we know that the, the Shakur, they're reincarnated ancestors. You know, we all know that. And what Asada, you know, she's in Cuba, which is the cube, like Cuba, which is cool pyramid, and that's us. And then, the, you know, and Ba's soul. So that's a Stargate right there. And they can't touch her. So they went after the mom. They definitely went after I, I could, I feel, I feel, um, I feel her presence, uh, the absence of her presence also so strong that especially during tourist season, the towel and the bull and the ox and the oxygen, right? They're taking away the mama. You know, mama's just a little girl, that song. Like, Tupac is like, you know, that is the mama, and he has the mama anthems. So I just had to say that. And um, another thing, uh, this is just like, you know, uh, I didn't get this from anywhere. It's kind of just like, you know, from the channel, from uh, I'm not saying anything, but Michael Jackson and Prince and Whitney, they truly, they were love. 
and they loved us, and they loved the family, and they, you know, and the ancestors, and and there are, and there's nothing worse to an artist than to live an inauthentic life. So, if they're faking their death and or doing something like that, that's it's it's. I just keep on hearing flat note, flat note, like no, 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 that's not what it is. They're they're so present and alive still because they've given so much that they're pretty much an etheric body. Okay. Okay. All right, love you all. That's all. I just thought you wanted to this. Thank you, guys. You know, appreciate it. Peace. It's an honor. Best of luck to everybody. Peace. Okay, we got area code 410. Area code 410, you're on the line. Peace, peace, prosperity, abundance of everybody on the panel. Everybody listen. Hey, what's going on, brother Eileen, man? I, I, I mean, I, I mean this, man. It's, it's good hearing you again. It's, it's good hearing no, you again, brother. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, but uh, yeah, just to make it uh, brief before the for the uh, show end, um, I'm glad you cleared up about that. Um, you know, African Bambada, unfortunately. I mean, but <clears throat> like on a mundane level. This, this ain't nothing really deep, but like I, I got kind of side with Professor Griff was saying about, um, right. you, you know, if if you, you know, this this all speculation is kind of still, but if you didn't do it, why do you even need to bring up um, legal reinforcement? You know what I mean? Like, like I, I understand what kind of society we live in, but. Right. Well, defamation of character is one of it. Um, Slander is one. So, I mean, that could be the reason. But once again, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to downplay the victims. If they were victimized, you know what I'm saying? They need some type of justice. There has to be some type of repercussion. You know what I'm saying? I know that red pill and blue pill from the no, um, from the no, um, from the no ledge, Uh um, you know, from, um, they was on YouTube, you know, and I know these two brothers, um, and they was calling for Bam to come forward, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, squash the rumors. If it's a rumor, if not, you know what I'm saying, talk to the people, why they have their radio show, so forth and so on, or why they have their um, production company, you know, media, is to be able to, um, you know, have, you know, those on which that are getting slandered to come before the people so that um, it won't continue, you know what I'm saying, so that people can have an alternative um, news, um, you know, media as compared to what is going on because they are slandering BAM in New York like crazy. Um, my wife and I was just up there um, last month, and, you know, every newspaper was slandering BAM, was, was hitting BAM. I'm saying, um, um, bam to pervert, um, pervert bam. Uh, I mean, just going on and on and on. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So, um, I'm glad that he did make a statement on the Ed Lover show, but there has to be more statements made if that is the case. Hmm. Right. Yeah, because cause yeah. that that kind of threw me off a little bit when uh, when Griff said the first allocation he heard years ago, like whoa. Yeah, well, I, 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 heard, I heard, once again, I heard the rumors, you know what I'm saying, nearly 10 years ago myself. But once again, I was not in any room 
you know what I'm saying, with them personally, you know what I'm saying, with anything like that jumping off. So I can't speak on it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, yes, um, I've heard that Bam was never married, um, didn't have a girlfriend. You know, I, I, I can't speak on those things per se that that leads towards, um, you know what I'm saying, um, homosexuality or pedophilia. Right. I can't, I can't, I can't necessarily say that's that's what that is. You understand what I'm saying? So I won't do a show on that level of trying to bash um, the brother. You know what I'm saying? If he did it, he needs help. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a sickness in which that needs to be rectified. Right. You know what I'm saying? If he did it, then he do need. Um, counsel in order to um, stop the slandering and stop the, um, you know, you know the things in which that is being said. So either way, you know what I'm saying, um, there has to be some type of uh, professional um, treatment. Right. And, yeah. Because I mean, I mean, at, like at the end of the end of the day, that that got to deal with his his uh spirit and so you know the, the things that he got to find retribution and um you know it, whatever it is you know um right but oh uh, yeah let me let me ask you this though brother um about the um the prince um michael jackson and uh uh a bunch of others is is it me or um like I was watching at the 2011, 2012-ish. Maybe, maybe this is when, you know, it, it probably was happening long before that, but it just seemed like um, nobody can die anymore from, you know, just average dying, natural causes. Now, let me just, let me just say this straight up. I know there's mad corruption in um the spotlight, you know, when you, when you get into that that uh, that uh, upper echelon in the music industry, we we know it's we already know, but it, it just seemed like nobody can die anymore. Like you know, everybody had an Illuminati death. Everybody. Um, right. 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 But uh, and and, and yeah, actually, I'm, that's what's going on. I mean, every time someone passes, you know, you gotta. Illuminati video going up on YouTube and yeah. saying that the reason why they died and so forth and so on. Just the numbers that correlates to that and you know I'm saying they don't never really look at the like for example, they said Prince died because it was part of a ritual done by the Queen of England. Yeah. You know, so uh, I mean I mean 'cause 'cause like like trust me, with, with the um with the masters uh, uh um uh, African "Quote unquote African American getting rights to the masters." That's that's a big deal. That's a real big deal. Um, right. And we know about the economic uh, hitman group or, or whatever they call them. Uh, right. You still here, bro? No, I'm here. My bad. My phone just cut off. My bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, we. Right. Know about that. Economic- yeah, yeah, and um, you know, it, it just seemed like um, everybody's uh, Illuminati clone, or uh, I mean, uh, Illuminati death, or um, they got cloned. Right. So, I mean, right. You, you know, is it, shoot, if if 
if if they clone Michael Jackson, like, like it's being said, they got a damn good cloning system to have somebody dance that good. You know. <laughs> I don't care how right. Right. You right. So I'm just wondering what your, your thoughts on that was. Indeed, indeed. You know, and um, of course, we know that there was many imitators, but there's only one original, you know, and um, of course, many want to say that it was after his brush with death with the fire, you know, where his head got burnt and things, and he had to have reconstructive surgery and so forth and so on, that mm-hmm. that's when they replaced you know what I'm saying? I, I've heard all these things. I don't get into it because um, what I noticed is that with all this Illuminati conspiracy things that a lot of people go crazy. Right. You know, and that becomes their only focus. You know, and mm-hmm. that's all they talk about. But, you know, I've been knowing about this Illuminati thing and did takes on it you know, um, over 25 years ago. Right. You know, um, Dr. York brought us into that information when he um, when he introduces to a person by the name of Todd Collins, um, John Todd, his name is John Todd or John Collins, who actually was a member of the Illuminati and a high appointed satanic witch, you know, warlock, yeah. you know, as you say. And um, anybody can go to YouTube and actually hear some of the things that he spoke about. And John Todd, or John Collins, as he was called, is the individual um, actually in the 70s during the time of um, during the, I think it was like the mid-70s, you know, during the time when Jimmy Carter was president, you know, that he was getting, you know, deep and going around the country, you know, to various churches, dropping information on the Illuminati, you know, and um, he... um. You know, he um, mysteriously disappeared. Um, allegedly, uh, he was put in jail into a crazy house, you know, um, by Strong Thurman in South Carolina at one time, you know, and um, he was there for some years and then mysteriously disappeared. And then, I mean, right after him came, um, I, I don't even know why um, the Illuminati does this because there's always another head that raises up and which that teaches information for years. Because the next person right after um, him was um, that was in the 70s going into the um, 80s and right in the um, 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 early 90s, late um, mid-90s was a person by the name of Fritz Springmeier. And Fritz Springmeier, they, had, they put him in a crazy house. Um, but he got out, you know, I think, he was on, um, on Alex Jones' um, show for a minute. I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, he might still be alive, all right? Matter of fact, I can check that out right quick. But um, he also taught on Illuminati and, you know, what they're doing and so forth and so on. You know, so there's a lot of... Um, information, you know. Let me see here. Uh, that was his whole goal, was, you know, was actually exposing the Illuminati, you know. Um, let me see. Yeah, it looks like he's still alive, so, you know, okay. uh, he made it out the crazy house, you know. 
But that's what I'm saying is that this type of information, when you focus on it, it, it makes you go crazy. They'll put you um, behind in a crazy house, you know what I'm saying, or whatever the case is, you know. Um, you know. And, but, I mean, that's what he is. He's a white, you know, uh, a pale right-wing conspiracy theorist, often. You know what I'm saying? And if you read his books, um, the 13 um, Bloodlines of the Illuminati, um, these books are thick, like encyclopedia. Matter of fact, they bigger than encyclopedia. It's like damn dictionary. Yeah, uh, yeah like a telephone book. <laughs> right, telephone. telephone book. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And he goes in detail about each family, names and everything. And I'm like, good gosh, I ain't heard this yes, many names since, mm-hmm. since Steve Coakley. Exactly. I was just about to say that. <laughs> I was just yeah, about to say that. You know, and, so right, right, it, right. So go ahead, brother. No, I'm just gonna say, um, I gotta bring that up too, brother. Let's let, let's go there. I mean, some people were saying Steve Coakley was cloned at the um. Oh at my the, God! Come on. I know, man. <laughs> at, at the um, yeah, you know, the Million Man March. He he was he was. He was a little too um, extroverted, uh, putting out flyers and, and um, getting people to sign a list to, to join a march. And uh, people was, you know, I don't know, man. Yeah. I knew Steve Copeland. You know what I'm saying? I, I, um, less than two weeks prior to his passing, which was um, April the, um, 11th, you know what I'm saying? I spoke to Steve. You know, I sent Steve money in order to help him. You know, so um, that's not true. You know what I'm saying? Steve was still Steve. Steve went through some dramatic things because he had to deal with his family that was partly in Washington, D.C., which he had to get um, hell out of. And someone go underground, but he went to California, to um, Los Angeles area, um, in order to help with his father. You know what I'm saying? So um, I knew Steve before when he was living, you know what I'm saying, uh, right after he left Chicago and he was living in D.C. And I knew Steve after he left um, D.C. and went to California. All right? I knew Steve before he went into the hospital. I knew Steve after he went to the hospital. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so none of that is true. I can say that personally. Right. Okay. You know, um, but once again, this is what happens when um, you take Bobby Hammond's information and you go overboard with it. Because mm-hmm. the first yeah. person to even talk about um, cloning in the conscious or so-called black community was Bobby Hammond. And I was in the class. I was at that class, at that lecture when he when he did so. And none of us went crazy or overboard with it. We thought it was a very interesting concept. You know what I'm saying? That now has been added into the mix that we had to explore and look at. But ain't none of us go out talking about, oh yeah, oh nigga, you a clone. Huh. Right. Just going bananas with it. Right. Right. Exactly. Asian Bell is a clone just because the brother right. got a little muscular, he's a clone now. Right, right. And, but that's what's going on. You know? I mean, just like what they did with Spring, um, um, Fritz Springmeyer, you know what I'm saying? Um, they could have said he was a clone. Uh, I think it was in 2002. They got him in a, in a connection with an armed robbery and found him guilty. 
know what I'm saying? And took him to, to like 51 months in prison. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, you know, and um, I think he was um, he was in prison, and he was just released from federal prison on March 25th, 2011. You know. Mm. You know, but the books in which that, like we said, the bloodlines of the Illuminati, um, thick books, deeper insight into the Illuminati um, formula, uh, the Illuminati formula used to create an undetected total mind control slave. You know what I'm saying? These are, you know, are his, are, are his works. You know what I'm saying? All right, then. Let me- let me let me let me wrap up my question with with this one then um um that was something you you added on about the um I didn't know this but you added on about the FBI agent said around hundred to thousand following like we you know they they take out leaders but I didn't know it was that that number and, um if if we know our reality is basically predicated on our projections our, our thought process. You know, and uh, this, this this new concept they got quantum physics, basically Africa and uh, African life. You want to throw all these names on it, metaphysics stuff. But um, if if we know we create reality, right? Is it well, even I mean, possible? Right. No, I, I was gonna say, is it even possible to be in the spotlight, be in that that um the movies, the the music? Is it, if it is it even possible to be that spotlight and put out a word like you know put out a word like brother Bobby can a person even be in that type of stage? Look, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna tell you what Bobby said. Bobby said, "Don't join any group and don't be part of any group." Basically, um, what he meant by that was is that he understood that if there was a certain amount of people who comes together, it will be some type of um, betrayal, and it will also be some type of imprisonment or either death itself. That's what happened with Malachi York, for, you know what I'm saying, for years. I remember him saying, what you're going to do when they come after me? Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, what you mean? Who's going to come after you? What, what, what happened? What's going on? Well, in 2002, they came after him. And he only he told us that he only had thirty years. You know I'm saying that was from the nineteen seventies until two thousand. That was thirty years. So he was running just a little bit over time. You know what I'm saying? So by two thousand and two, they caught him. You know what I'm saying? It could be trumped up charges. I don't know. I wasn't in the bedroom. Some say that he lost discipline of himself. You know what I'm saying? But if that was the case, once again, people listening to Brother Bobby Hammond's information and not understanding that there's two paths. There's the left-hand path, there's the right-hand path. When you're dealing with Tantra, Tantra is the left-hand path. When you're dealing with Kriya Yoga, that is the right-hand path. My teacher, Sanyata Saraswati, combined both paths, which is Tantra Kriya Yoga. So dealing with both paths, you know what I'm saying, you understand what is going on much more better than just following just one path by yourself. So you have some niggas who come out, I'm the dark side. And then you have some, oh, I'm a night worker. <laughs> and see, this is, this, is the, this is the thing. No, you both. 
you're melanated, and you have a soul inside of you, which is the spark of God. Um, that's all that means. You're able to transition from the conscious plane into the subconscious plane. Stop before that nonsense that you dark side is and you light work with that. You know what I'm saying? You're not the one thing if you're melanated. You all love it. You know what I'm saying? So, right, so this is what we have to get back to understanding of. You know what I'm saying? Um, right now, there's a lot of um, people not. Um, that's why um, my wife um, put that information out, you know, of the of the speech of the um, talk between me and Brother Bobby Hemet. You know what I'm saying? Because Brother Bobby Hemet on that on that um, on the phone goes in and says, um, um, you know, all these guys that we've been, you know, dedicating ourselves to, and you know, what I'm saying, and did nothing for him, and so he said, after God. You know what I'm saying? So now that changed the whole paradigm for everybody who was listening to Bobby over the last, you know, um, you know, 10, 15 years. You know what I'm saying? And of course, I know Bobby longer than that. I know I met Bobby um, back in 94, 95. And he was already lecturing for two years then. You know what I'm saying? Since 92. You know, so, you know, we just had to come to some realization of what we need to do as a people and get the best parts that you can from each of the lecturers, the lecturers, you know, Dr. Debbie Blair, you know, Lady Salam, who just passed on, you know, and the others, you know, saying that are still here. Um, Baba Phil Valentine, um, Brother Bobby Hammett, you know, um, Brother Hakeem Bay, you know, um, you know, the masters, the master teachers that are still here. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's what we have to do. You know, that's what I did, you know, in the early 90s, you know, late 80s. You know what I'm saying? It was tapping to all these great masters, Ashwa Kwesi, Dr. Ben, John Henry Clark, Amos Wilson, um, Bobby E. Wright, Francis Cress Wellman, you know, um, Ivan Von Sertema, um, Naeem Akbar, so these are all my teachers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I studied in the 80s and the 90s. You know, so um, then, of course, Baba Phil Valentine came, um, Deborah Blair, Hakeem Bay, Brother Bobby Hemet. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Not only you know, did I learn from them, I also became their acquaintance and also their friend. You know, as, I, as I've, you know, spoken and been in their, you know, physical space, you know what I'm saying? We seeing each other eye to eye, you know what I'm saying, and talking and building on many occasions. You know what I'm saying? In particular, me and Brother Bobby Hinton, as I used to ride him around in Atlanta, Georgia, when I moved down there in 94, going to 95. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's the one who actually told me that I need to be doing this, getting to this information and getting this information out to the people. He said, man, if there was more people that was doing what we was doing, man, shoot, man, we'd be up out of this mess in no time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You no, know, and I said, I said, yo, you're right, Bobby. You know what I'm saying? I definitely agree. You're right. I, I, I need to, um, you know what I'm saying, definitely do this. And that's what I was saying to my mom. Next thing I know, I'm giving classes in Atlanta. Now, if I was already giving classes before, I thought by me moving, you know what I'm saying, I'd, I'd be free in order to, you know, just live life and not have to, you know, um, deal with this, you know, these conscious people. 
You know what I'm saying? But no, no, no. The ancestors have another plan. Their plan was to make sure that you continue doing what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? And that's what happened. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's not much, you know what I'm saying? We are in a world of an illusion, so it's about picking out the best parts that you can for yourself in this illusionary world and utilizing it to um, make you the best that you can become. That's all it is. All right? Um, Brother L, you got any um, closing comments? Well, I enjoy tonight. enjoy talking, uh, uh, being on the blog talk show. We haven't been on it for a while, so... Uh, right. Let her, I guess we can keep up the good work. I'm glad that you came on and, you know, that you was here right on time as usual, you know, and um, I appreciate you um, checking this out and saying, okay, word, okay, that he having it tonight. He's here. And, um, right. Yep, we're here. Always right. check. Right, right. Well, I'm glad you did. I appreciate you. Appreciate you, God. All right. All right. We get ready to go, y'all. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Thank y'all for listening to us on the First World Order Radio once again. We'll be back next week, all right, with something hot and new. Um, matter of fact, we got some videos that's coming out. Um, we got the Blow documentary that we just finished doing. Um, well, we just finished interviewing um, Baba Phil Valentine. We just finished, uh, finished interviewing um, the goddess Flawburn. Um, you know, so we added to the collection. So we're thinking by August we will have um, Glow documentary out. Of course, Glow is dealing with the breath of life, human consciousness. So just check us out when we bring that out. Um, hopefully by August. I'm talking about by August. Um, by Marcus Garvey's birthday in August. I think that's August the 17th. Um, so hopefully we'll have it out by then. Um, if not, Keep us on track as much as possible. All right. Um, also, um, we're doing three lectures now uh, for a time period. So, for those that were trying to get me for a lecture, all you have to do is just um, put forth the funds for the travel expense and for the hotel accommodations, and we'll come. No honorary is included. Um, that's the free part. Um, you know, so just bring us out to your area. We're going to try to get in as much information as possible. So check us out. Now, for those that want to contact us, go to www.drlemailbay.com or go to um, the email. Um, that's Royal House. That's R-O-Y-A-L House, H-O-U-S-E 777 at gmail.com. All right? That's Royal House 777 at gmail.com. Um, for those that want to bring us out for lectures, you can also go to the website, like I said, to um, calendar of events, um, you know, or, you know, however you need to contact us. Number 910-364-9099. That's 910-364-9099. Contact us, and we'll come on out. All right? All right. Peace to everyone. Love you all. Love you. Peace.
poetry is dope enough. Trapping into Stella while my third eye open up. See through all the lies that y'all tell it with a straight face. Return of the luminous ones. Y'all better make way to find a chapter. Find a collapse on all you politicians. They politic and how to lead a world no pot to piss in. The way I think is more deeper in the Grand Canyon. I guarantee this black man would be the man standing. My premonition matched the old Mac calendar. It's always accurate like a lightweight challenger. For all you wicked witches in the Wizard of Oz. You and that man behind the curtain. Yeah, y'all fixing the fall. Only a matter of time before shit hit the fan. Here's an idiot's guide for you on how to get a man. I don't need a bunch of homies to ride or die with me. I could call on Hey Ruth to fly the skies with me. We going through the transition and that's all she wrote. Put on my hunky, gave my Jesus the streets back to the folk. Back to the hey, back my angel time to bring heaven on earth. I was the last golden child that returned to the birth. We going through the transition and that's all she wrote. Put on my hunky, gave my Jesus the streets back to the folk. Back to the came back my angel time to bring heaven on earth. I was the last golden child that returned to the when I'm riding on this city streets, never really miss a beat To the point of no return, lest I turn another cheek Catch me on my dating box, smooth as I wanna be Just being me, never chilling with the wannabes God in the flesh, dating bad sister latches But cosmic history is more than they can understand it My melanated skin, starbrush from the astro I made a dark energy created from black holes No thyself, the only one you can lean on I got some scoopers that y'all can break y'all weed on All right, here's Martin Luther King and slave ships but what about the underwater cities and spaceships? My mystical mind, we had a government covering. But if the old man temple fly away like a mothership, where African people wear the rear and they knock it, wearing feathers on their heads just to prove feet taller than me. Going through the transition and that's all she wrote. Put on my hunky, gave my Jesus the streets back to the post. Back to the hey, back my angel time to bring heaven on earth. I was the last daughter child that returned to the birth. We going through the transition and that's all she wrote. Put on my hunky, gave my Jesus the streets back to the post. Back to the Y'all don't look at me the same, I ain't nothing like I used to be Upgraded daily through the lies and all the foolery My dream became lucid, I travel back in time Collecting life data for my subconscious mind That father let me know that anything is possible By pulling down the universe through my crown chakra Manipulate the energy, is all an illusion Knowing who you are kills all the confusion Why 85% judge off my appearance? I use alchemy to create the world potential My lyrics turn divas right back in the queens Why don't Boys the same twice appearing back on the scene Everybody gone mad, blame the media outlet The new black Hollywood chosen straight out of the project Bobo agenda war, sucking up to the master While the whole community going up in disaster We going through the transition and that's all she wrote Put on my hunky, gave my Jesus the streets back to the post Came back my angel time to bring heaven on earth 